Welcome to Pure Health Podcast. Your weekly guide on how to live a healthy whole food life. Where two clinical nutritionist sisters, Kirsty and Nicole, talk about their experience in the clinic looking into gut health, women's health and weight loss. Plus, unfiltered banter behind the scenes of work, life and play. Welcome back, guys. Hello. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice little harmony out there. We both lost the plot this week. I know. Both waving to Thumpy while we're listening to the intro of this podcast. Sorry, he just thumped the table. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Thumpy thumped the table. Guys, I have some exciting news. Sorry, I'm being really self-centered right now. How are you this week, Bob? Don't get to your exciting news. Nicole's having a stressy week. No, it's just a busy week. Yeah, there's there's a lot happening at the moment. I know. It's so exciting. But, like, obviously if you listen to last week's episode, there was the drum roll of when we opened. Lol. Oh, I can't believe I said. Also, who says lol? Um, I said (laughs) said we're opening in November. (laughs) Bloody idiot. Bloody. Anyway, um, so the clinic officially is opening in October the 2nd and there's just so much stuff to do. It's like fitting out a house as well, like the amount of stuff. Yeah. Like, yes, lots of people probably like be like you don't need to buy everything up front but I just like to get things done. I don't know if you're a person like that but like no, I know you're no, not. No, I'm not. No, I know you're not. I wasn't saying, <laughs> sorry, I wasn't asking you, darling. Personally, no. Speaking to our beautiful <laughs> listeners, yeah, I know. I'm just a person. I like to get everything like done, tick everything on my list. You should see Kirsty's list on her phone. Mm. It's like a 20 page essay of like well, to you, do. Like, and it's like there's so many things because like we have to shut down two clinics and then we're opening this one. And then, like, I don't know, like, there's just like you know, have to get a vacuum and you have to get like a yeah we've got so many pregnant women that work for us so have a microwave and we're gonna you know fridges and like you know everything and like we've stocked up on well not stocked up we've ordered lots of amazing um sorry foods yeah but there's a better word for it anyway products products food yeah. products oh like local up chocolate. Guys, oh. just No, wait. but watch out, guys, because when you come in, they're probably going to be all gone because we've eaten them all. <laughs> I know. Honestly, loco love chockies. I really have about 10 a day. <laughs> I know. Whoopsies. Anyways, um, so, yeah, there's just been a lot happening. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy month. And, yeah, it's pretty much ever since we got home from Bali, we're just like mm. – Obviously, being so busy in clinic, which has been amazing with so many clients mm. and lots of new clients at the yeah, moment. Yeah, spring too. just gets mad. Like, yeah, it's yeah a crazy season. And then yeah, with this clinic opening, it's all happening. And then, drum roll, Kirsty. <laughs> I don't know. After speaking third person, <laughs> Kirsty has convinced Scotty. <laughs> after like getting? nearly five years of being together. <laughs> We're getting a puppy. Oh my! So God. anyone who follows, oh, don't you get anyone that follows along on Pure Health? They're always like, I get people message me all the time, being like, "What the heck is with your dog situations? Like, you have a fat Labrador yeah, that's that lives confused. with you." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've have I told you about the postman once the postman oh, yeah. came to our house and he's like, "Where's your dog?" I was like, "He has a German accent," and I was like, "Oh, um, he's here." And he's like, "No, not that one." <laughs> He was like, That's the other awesome. fat one. I was like, oh, Bella. I was like, do you miss her? He was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, yeah, like we're looking after Bella for like a year and a year and a half maybe for dad. Yeah, she's our family dog. So, obviously, yeah. I've had her for so a while. So, for Marcus. I don't know why we call our dad <laughs> Did Marcus. Should we say story time with Marcus quickly on what happened on the weekend? Oh. <laughs> With moving. <laughs> oh, my dad it, has become like more accident prone as he's started to age. But just he's not funny. even that old. No, he's, he's like not 62 old. or something. 
or five. This year? I don't know. I don't anyway. Know. Um, well, I know it's a year at this point. <laughs> but um, we'll, we spent all last Saturday moving like all the stuff from like the different clinics and he had some furniture at his house. <laughs> we put that all into the clinic and he had a truck to hire. But he's just so dramatic. Anyway, he um, – <laughs> We're at Elliot's house and we're moving out all the furniture and Kirsty. He was holding a um, <laughs> what was he? Oh, he was holding a table and he was walking backwards and Kirsty was the one like leading it. And it was like this little step, like literally, on. like maybe like five centimeter tall step. And like obviously, when you're walking backwards, you need like you keep looking kind of back for every second, you know, just to make sure you're aware of your surroundings. And I and he's busy talking because like if anyone's met Marcus, he loves to. You cannot get a word in with Marcus. No. Anyway. And so Elliot was trying to be like, oh, watch your step. But he like couldn't get a word in. And then Marcus like literally does a turtle roll backwards. Full stop. And then he just starts like yelling at Kirsty. No, like, it's like a story of my life. You know how like anyone can re- relate to this? Like when you're the older sibling, you usually get blamed for everything. Like my childhood has been like and Nicole and I are in a fight. Dad would always be like, he'd always get involved and not know what happened. Yeah. And then he'd be like, Kirsty. <laughs> what have you done? What did you do, Nicole? And I'd be like, because Nicole would be like, all sookie. Anyway. No, I would not. <laughs> anyway, so it's like the story of my life. But anyway, childhood trauma right there. Anyway, and then so he, he's like on the floor and he's like, Kirsty, what the fuck? He's like, why are you doing this step? Like yelling anyway, at me like it's my fault. He's hurt his hamstring like ages ago from Bella because Bella like saw a dog and he fell over. <laughs> It's really not funny. But anyway, and then, yeah, so he was just laying on the ground. For and, but then he starts blaming Elliot and then, like, he just, like, <laughs> is so funny. But anyway, it's one of those situations where you shouldn't laugh at someone yeah. for falling over, but you just can't help but not. <laughs> it's just too funny. It felt like it was in slow motion. It Literally. Was like, anyway, so that was a fun weekend. Um, mm. Where were we going with this? You're getting a puppy. Any yeah, other updates? The new clinic. Um, so we'll have our clinic launch. I don't know if we've said this. We'll confirm dates later, but in November. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> like, my oh, yeah, no, no, no. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm daydreaming. I was just <laughs> thinking about how I'm really good boss making you go and leave. Bob and I had an argument this week because I was like, you need to take your leave. And she's like, Kirsty, it's not my priority right now. I've got other shit to worry about. And I was literally like, just got home from Bali. And I was like, what boss begs their staff to go on annual leave? Oh, no, someone's trying to call me. <laughs> and it's interrupting my video. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. We record our podcast and, yeah, anyway, that interrupted my video. Um gal. So what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so going clinic, on leave. Yeah, anyway, so I'm the world's best boss trying to convince my employee to I'm go on leave. too hard of a worker. I know, she doesn't want to take leave. Anyway, but clinic launch is, I feel like our conversation's really out of shit this morning. <laughs> Sorry for the listeners. We <laughs> promise we'll start making more sense. Um, but what I was saying was, yeah, our clinic launch is going to be on the 24th of November or 25th. What day is a Saturday in November? But we want to do it before the Christmas period. 25th. How wild is that? And then it's December and this year's well, done. we literally got 14 weeks left of the year. Like that's yeah. like cooked. That is crazy. Um, so, yeah, 24th, no, what did I just say? 25th of November. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a wellness morning at our new clinic. So it's going to be beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're going to do one with all our family and friends because I cannot be bothered trying to combine. Like they'll just be – the clinic's not big enough for like over 100, hundreds of people. Yeah. Like our yeah. family and friend list is already up to like 60 or 70 people. I know. I Do you think we'll fit everyone in no, that I space? don't know what to do. <laughs> anyway, we'll sort anyway, it out. Don't you worry. We need a lot of champagne. A lot of um, champagne. 
luckily we've got Besk right there. I love West. So our new clinic's in West Leaderwell. That's like a real wellness hub these yeah, days. You, there's just a sauna that opened yeah, up. Yeah, um, has anyone trained – not trained, sorry, has it gone to the saunas on the beach? Alchemy, is it Yeah, called? like the um, – The beach saunas. The main ones in – where is it? Not Hillary's in South – Port um, – Port Beach. No. <laughs> oh, no, I'm getting another phone call. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty keeps calling me. Kirstie's in high demand this morning. Um, but, yeah, that's a lot. And then there's um, peak performance. There's quite a few, like, yeah. little wellness, you know, spaces around, which is exciting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Kirstie's just daydreaming at me right now. Anyway, oh. I think that's all the main little updates. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Yeah. Just like at this time of year. Actually, here's some little bit of advice for you guys. I think at this time of year, a lot of us are like getting a bit more burnt out and just like have some of those weeks. I was telling one of my patients this week, she was like, I just had one of those weeks where I just like have no motivation. Like I just cannot be bothered. I just can't even bother working. I can't bother replying to emails. Don't do anything. And I'm like, and she's like, I think there's something wrong with me. Like, right, right. I was like, no, that's human. Yeah. So like if you're having those, like you're going to have those weeks sometimes. Like mm. we've had a few of them. Oh God. Yeah. All I mean, the time. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> Every week, honestly, at this rate. But um, it's normal to have weeks where you just feel like more, a bit more like exhausted and unmotivated. And, and even like, days, like someday, like for example this week on Monday, I was like, fuck yeah, feeling really motivated. And on Tuesday I was like, oh, yesterday I was yeah. like just feeling so tired. And Both in our beach. Felt a bit overwhelmed and that's just, you know, being human. Yeah, but and I have some weeks where I feel overwhelmed. Whereas this week I feel good, but. Yeah, you I just go tired. with the flow and like. Just adjust, you know, your schedule based on how you're feeling. Mm. Like obviously well, when yeah. you're feeling overwhelmed, like me, for example, this week, instead of putting more pressure on myself more sussing and around. being <laughs> drinking story of your laughter. Anyway, I'll get into that. Um but yeah, like that's where I'm like focusing on how I can take the pressure off or yeah. you know, support myself in other ways. Like this morning we went for a, a nice little walk instead of like yeah. a run. So we we slept in a bit later, you know, it's just about adjusting that. We always text each other like we, we say, okay, we're going for a run at six o'clock tomorrow morning and then every single time because obviously if we go to a class, you have to be there on time so we just get out. Yeah. But like if we know like it's just going for a run, we always like text each other and we'll be like, oh, I can't. Mom, we're in the same house. We're texting each other at six, but I can't get out of bed and you're like, ah, me too. See you in 10 and then it's like And then it's like 20, 20 minutes, minutes later. later. <laughs> And then we're like, all right, let's go. And oh. then we were like, okay, let's walk the first K You're just to warm up. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'm a daughter in the morning. And then and then we get to like the 2K and we're like, maybe we should run today. I don't know. You just have those days where some days I feel so motivated to like do it. So I just think you got to surrender and just yeah. go with it sometimes, guys. Absolutely. Um, so without further ado, I'm trying to think if there's any other fun updates. And go check out all our cool programs. They're all being actually officially put on the website now. Our postpartum program, our happy mm. hormones program, our holistic weight loss program, our gut, gut repair. repair program. I yeah. think that's it. So, yeah. And we are hiring a naturopath soon, which I'm so excited about. Yeah. I know. Herbal that's dispensary, be compounding. Oh. Yeah. Um, Get yeah. excited for the new clinic. All right. So, guys, today's episode is on metabolism. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's funny when Kirsty, because I didn't know we planned this for a podcast episode, and when Kirsty said this, I was like, like, 
ways that you can boost your metabolism and I was like are we seriously doing a podcast on ways you can boost your metabolism and Kirst was like no we're debunking it and yeah. I was like okay good that's actually a good idea. So many people like fall into the trap of like trying the most stupidest diets or like taking I remember like okay a lot of you probably can appreciate this taking was it skinny me tea yeah and you just used to shit yourself all the time. <laughs> I think I actually pooed my pants once. That's actually so bad though. <laughs> I remember following like influencers at that time when they just started to become a thing um, on Instagram and they would promote skinny me tea. Oh, and no, like, it was, okay. it was so and then bad. And all these girls just shitting And themselves. I was like, yeah, literally. And then um, <laughs> and like I remember I used to take like capsules of like green tea extract and it was meant to boost your metabolism. I used to make mum buy them for me. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was the biggest little fad dieter when I was like, it's quite sad when I think about it. But yeah. <laughs> I was a little fad dieter when I was 12. Well, I think anyone just gets on like the bandwagon of like also not necessarily a quick fix, but like Mm. it kind of is like that. We don't know. Like this is why this podcast is to set people straight from stopping from buying stupid, like don't buy fat burners. Mm. They're absolute waste of your money. Do not buy like these stupid green tea extracts. Any product that claims to boost your metabolism, Mm. you run the opposite way. Do not spend your money on that shit essentially. Yeah. so we're here to kind of explain to you like what your metabolism roughly is. Like, okay, you can go so sciencey. I think if you want to listen to a really sciencey episode, go listen to Andrew Huberman, the Huberman Lab. He mm. like goes full science in your ass. Where he goes full science, you know. <laughs> this shit I talk. Well, our clients like give us feedback of our podcast and like, we love listening to you too. And I'm like, I don't know why people sometimes like listening because I just talk I so much shit. But you do I get the real me. what we talk about. Um, but like, yeah, if you want really, really in depth science, we're not going to do that here just mm. because we have like a very w- wide audience and not like, unless you're a health professional, I don't feel like you want to listen to the like the nitty gritty in depth science. Yeah. So and maybe, you know, eventually one day we'll do more mm. nitty-gritty episodes if but like if the listeners want that but we want to give you stuff that's like understandable edible sized information mm. that you can then take away impl- implement if that yeah. makes sense um so and yeah education like that yeah. is our like first thing that we just want you to get 100%. from this podcast yeah so i guess the biggest thing is like there's so many things that can affect your metabolism but let's quickly i'll quickly start with like a lot of the like so we spoke about like skinny me tea like crazy diets like people take like fat burners um and <laughs> or eat spicy food spicy food what else do people do like i know i'm so coffee many, boosts your metabolism um yeah heaps of caffeine oh, that's where the green green tea extract comes from yeah i just remember googling other ones people do like crazy like I think people think like juice fasting boosts their metabolism. Mm. Um, so, yeah, people do a lot of things. Yeah. But we're here to explain to you. So to start with, I guess your metabolism is like essentially what is your metabolism? Mm. It's there. It's essentially. Because <laughs> it's in the weirdest mood today. What is wrong with me? Can you talk? I can't talk. Yeah. So it's responsible for converting nutrients from your body into fuel. Essentially, yep. this is like the base, base, base. level of it. Yep. So then that's obviously required for many essential body functions yep. for our body actually to yep. work and to function and then at its capacity. That's your word metabolism is used to describe your basal metabolic rate. Yeah. So and essentially everyone has a different basal metabolic rate, that's which is you, the number of calories you burn at rest. So like yep. um, for instance, like most women, not my 
husband, like a lot of women will sit around maybe like a 1600 or yeah. a 1800 base metabolic rate. And a lot of males will be obviously males have a lot higher base metabolic rate usually yeah. because they've got a lot higher skeletal muscle mass. And so that's a big part of why, yeah. one of the so, reasons why. Absolutely. So there's lots of factors that obviously yes. then affect your metabolic rate or your basal metabolic rate. Mm-hmm. So things like, yeah, your sex, your age, mm-hmm. um, body composition or, yeah, skeletal muscle mass, mm-hmm. physical activity, your mm-hmm. health status, any other key components. Mm, I think they're the major ones. Like, I mean, there's a lot of other ones. Which like we'll you can, get into Which we can get into. Well. But like even things like your genetics plays a massive role Um even like things like we, we're going to go into way more detail, but like not only just gem, genetics, but like your temperature exposed to like that will affect your like, you know, if you're in really, if you're doing like cold water therapy or things like that, or if you live in a colder climate or really mm. hotter climate, it's going to change your metabolism a little bit. But these things are very insignificant. Even even the thermic effect of food. Mm. So different food um, has a different thermic effect yep. on the body. So mm-hmm. that's another one. But, yeah, that's kind of to give you guys a base understanding of what your basal metabolic rate is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, there's so many things that affect it as we've just gone through. Um, then I guess the, what we want to talk about to start with to really get into it is factors that impact your metabolic pathway. So, like, you've got your metabolism, say if it sits at, like, I don't know, six, your base metabolic rate, six at 1,600, 1,800, and that's the base cost of living, mm. calories you burn. But what affects that? So there's yep. so many things that affect this and this is yep. what we're going to... So beyond the myths that you see of like just have green tea or like take a supplement to boost your metabolism, we're getting to obviously the really big underlying factors mm-hmm. that obviously affect these metabolic pathways yep. and also what we look into um, in the clinic all the time as well with someone's health and all these underlying yeah components that also affect even your weight balance mm. as well. So... That's what we'll really be, I guess, getting into. So starting with your gut health and your Mm -hmm. gut bacteria. So we've definitely spoken about this maybe on a few podcasts before Mm -hmm. with how your gut literally impacts so many different areas. Mm -hmm. It can really affect endocrine pathways. So that's your hormones, Mm -hmm. but it can also affect metabolic pathways. So can affect things like insulin sensitivity, certain bacterial overgrowth or elevation in things like your... um, I always say this wrong. Fermi, not it's not firmicutes. Is firmicutes, it? Is yeah. It? So Bacteria starts in firmicutes. Differently, anyway. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's if I'm how I got taught it. Firmicutes. Um, but changes in your gut microbiome can change due to so many different factors, yeah, so like factors. stress, the foods we eat, alcohol, medications. Mm-hmm. Like this, all changes that composition within our gut mm-hmm. and what can lead to intestinal dysbiosis or an imbalance between your beneficial or more kind of pathogenic bacteria. Mm -hmm. And when there's that shift in microbiota that can disrupt these metabolic pathways essentially Mm -hmm. and affect energy extraction from our diet. And that's what can increase like lipogenesis or fat extraction or caloric extraction from foods because your gut bacteria play a big role. Which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. So they see in obese populations increase in food. <laughs> no, I can't take Femicutes. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what's wrong with me the last two weeks. I think like, like I told you guys. A... No, I told you guys, ever since I got from back from Bali, I've gone loopy. <laughs> I literally don't feel myself. It's always anyway. loopy. Um so yeah, so that's uh, that is actually really cool research around that obesity and, and increased yeah. femicutes. And we obviously do lots of stool testing in clinic mm. and it's really interesting with our clients, even clients with like insulin resistance mm. or really find it really difficult to lose weight, like looking into the different 
phyla within their gut microbiota mm. and the different kind of bacterial overgrowth suppressor and how that's kind of involved in these metabolic yep. pathways too. So it's also very specific to the individual. Like it's not – it doesn't mean now, okay, just go like – have a probiotic yeah. you'll be fine it's really down to the exact bacteria present or overgrown yeah. in fact it's like your intestinal permeability and yeah we could go on so about this forever that so affects your gut but please do not just go self-prescribe that was like one that we were writing a blog post about something last night and that's one of the biggest key differences how we work at pure health is we are always investigating the mm. underlying driving factors of a person's health concerns mm. and fixing the root cause of mm-hmm. that and that's even with the gut so do not go take a probiotic just does not work like that guys there's or, a lot more and sometimes that probiotic can do more harm than good yes well yeah a lot of time it can mm-hmm. and like yeah and all these gut healing supplements and yeah they're just yeah so much um, a lot on the market so your thyroid okay so this is a big one that's gonna affect your metabolism Mm-hmm. So as you know, if you've got hypothyroidism mm-hmm. or hyper, you either gain weight really easily or lose weight you like massively. But mm-hmm. why is that? With your thyroid, mm-hmm. well, it controls your basal metabolic rate. Yes. So once again, that affects um, your different kind of metabolic pathways and then also like regulates the stimulate and stimulates the breakdown of like our protein, fats mm-hmm. and carbs. Mm-hmm. So obviously that can affect then um, our metabolism essentially. Yeah, massively. And so the problem is well with thyroid or not the problem, but like where a lot of people who are struggling to lose weight and they feel like they have a sluggish metabolism is because their reference ranges are still really large in looking at like your different thyroid hormones. Mm. And a lot of the time they're not optimized. So like I have patients come to me all the time where their range is still within range, but they're in the upper end of that range. And they're seeing the effects. I have a perfect example of one of my patients that hasn't been until we've like worked on her gut and wet fixed all that side of things and where we've started supporting her thyroid and her TSH has gone back down, has now she started to lose weight. Mm. But before that she could not lose weight and she ate, like not going to lie, she ate such a healthy diet. Like she had high stress with work. Um, mm. But, yeah, like it just showed, like, yeah. That's the thing. And that was within range still, but like high in the range. Yeah. So it's always really important to get a comprehensive panel with Mm. your thyroid, like get your thyroid hormones, like your T3, T4 antibodies, but also looking into all the essential nutrients or precursors that are required for that T3 and T4 production. So your iodine, zinc, selenium. Iron, iron, B12, vitamin D. Yeah. That's, I mean, iodine deficiency is one of the kind of biggest drivers or mm. underlying factors that can lead to hypothyroidism. Mm. So you can get this tested. They're obviously based also on signs and symptoms can, you know, give us more of a reason yeah. if we should test it or not as well. But if, yeah, if you go to the doctor and your TSH comes back, quote unquote, in range mm. and you still don't feel right, like in terms of, yeah, like even energy levels, like, yeah, difficulty losing yep. weight, low Hair mood, out, low mood, low libido. Get a more comprehensive yep. test done. Yeah, 100%. And also just come see someone like us, a clinical nutritionist, yep. um, that is going to look at your reference ranges very and differently. The reference ranges are so like, we could get a whole nother topic on this, but it's based also on an unhealthy population, like mm. overall, not just saying for thyroid. So, it's such a large range that if you're right on the cusp of deficient, but then that's considered normal, mm. then like, you know, do the maths. Like you're, mm. you're not feeling right. There's something still mm. driving these symptoms. So listen to your body. If you feel like you're not fine, but you're told you're fine, 
get yeah. a second opinion. Come see us. Come see us. Um, and that's where something we work on um, specifically hormone-sized things yeah. um, in our Happy Hormones program. So yes, if you feel like your hormones are out. Um, insulin also plays a big one. Yeah. So insulin, this is also another kind of underlying factor that we see with a lot of our clients with difficulty shifting mm. weight. Um, it can really be seen in conditions like PCOS. Yeah. Um, and just like metabolic syndromes, but this can this plays obviously a big role with regulating our blood sugar levels as well. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I feel like we were looking really intensely at each other. We're like, <laughs> we're like, <laughs> it's so funny, like eye contact in podcasts. Just, but it feels so natural. You're just like, yeah, it's like you're just having a conversation. Anyway, like sorry, Kirsty's distracting us today, guys. It's Don't like listen us, to her. It's like I was listening to live on cards. <laughs> I was talking about eye contact during sex, and it was the funniest oh. episode I've ever heard. <laughs> Laura, Laura and Brittany are actually hilarious on life on They are really funny. Anyway, sorry, side note. That was the biggest ADHD movie we're talking about metabolism. <laughs> sorry about Kirsty. So, yeah, insulin um, is essential. So that's the pancreatic hormone that regulates blood sugar levels. That's yeah. what I was saying. So if your insulin is more resistant, it's going to – Kirsty, stop laughing. It's going to affect um, your blood sugar control as well or how your cells are utilising that. Blood sugar. Do you have anything to add to that? No. That's okay. Perfect. So under eating, being in a calorie deficit. So this is a big one and especially our meta- perimenopausal clients. I mean, a lot of people we can see come in clinic and under eating um, and usually it's because they've come from diet mentality. Mm. Where they're in a, like a massive calorie deficit and they're in a starvation state. So they're eating under their basal metabolic rate and therefore the body actually slows its metabolism to match the food that's coming in because your body's really smart. Mm. It's not going to – like it lowers your metabolism to ma- – like it, once it starts saying, okay, this is the amount of food we're getting now, let's slow our metabolism to match mm. what we're getting mm-hmm. and then therefore a drop in metabolism. But the issue is as well is because – most people that are in a calorie deficit like, and obviously they're in a starvation state, not even just in a deficit but they're below their base metabolic rate, mm. the body burns and then they're generally speaking very low in protein as well. Mm-hmm. So the body actually burns muscle over fat which the reduction in muscle mass actually lowers your base metabolic rate as well. And so what we see time and time after again is we have women that have dieted for years and they've just like slowly – like lowered their food consumption down, 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 mm. and their metabolism's lowered down and down and down, and their skeletal muscle mass due to the, such a low, um, such a low intake of food has redu- reduced massively, and therefore the metabolism is like pretty much. This sounds really dramatic, but just kaput, mm. <laughs> and they find it extremely hard to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is yeah, just years and years of dieting. So look now. Skeletal muscle mass is one of the most metabolically active is metabolically active tissues in the body. So it burns through a lot of energy. But it still is not a crazy significant amount like comparatively to things like your thyroid and things like that. Like there's so many things that affect your metabolism. But one way if you were to like pretty much the only one of the ways to like boost your metabolism if you want to put in that like really trendy Google word that's googled all the time is to help increase your skeletal muscle mass will help increase your metabolism Mm. marginally but it does work 
Um, and the mm-hmm. biggest key factors with increasing skeletal muscle mass is you do need to eat adequate protein intake. A lot of people oh. don't eat enough protein intake. So making sure you're having protein for breakfast, lunch and dinner and even one snack a day mm-hmm. um, and getting enough protein in. And even if you're – see, this is the problem. If a lot of people are vegetarian or vegan, a lot of the time they are very low in protein. Mm-hmm. Um, but then people who aren't even – like they'll eat like a piece of toast or some cereal for breakfast. They'll have like a sandwich with some ham and cheese for lunch. And then dinner is like the main meal where they might have some protein for dinner. But mm-hmm. as you can see, that protein intake is like at like 40 grams for the day. Mm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So making sure you're getting enough protein. But then the other way, the other element of that is if you want to build skeletal muscle mass, you also need to be doing some weight training or resistance training and that's how you build it. But you have to have a lot of your – how do I say this? Like your ducks need to be aligned in the sense that you need to have adequate protein, you need to – train weights or resistance training and then there's also so many other factors that come into play like your hormones need to be balanced so like you need to have adequate testosterone so like a lot of males these days have low testosterone and also a lot of my our perimenopausal patients clients will have low testosterone testosterone Mm. does drop off as you age yeah, um, but, but even down to like sleep and mm, all these factors can well, affect that. And then also low skeletal muscle mass. We're talking about once again about our perimenopausal clients because they've dieted for years. They're in a starvation state. Their skeletal muscle mass has dropped off so much that therefore their testosterone is really low. Yeah, and I then, say this all the time all with my the time. menopausal clients. And then so you need – so it's kind of like a double-edged sword because you actually need adequate testosterone to build lean muscle mass mm. but then to, but once you have enough lean muscle mass that equals adequate testosterone as mm-hmm. well like it's not black and white like that but generally you'll see that picture mm-hmm. so yeah like as you can see it's quite a complicated picture and then not only that with building skeletal muscle mass is having enough testosterone but then also things like your sleep is so imperative mm-hmm. and stress like mm-hmm. not being in a highly chronic stress state mm-hmm. in that parasympathetic state um, and then overall diet, technically speaking, you do need to be in a surplus to gain muscle mass, but mm. it's not like, yes, technically, yes, but you can still build lean muscle mass without being in a surplus necessarily. Can't be in a deficit, you just can't be too large of a, a deficit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other side of things, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot. And I think for anyone who's listening to this, like we don't really recommend, I think for males, if you're literally trying to build skeletal muscle mass, some of them out there like, yeah, great, you can benefit from tracking your calories for a bit. But most of the time we don't advocate. It's just like any women out here listening to this right now being like, okay, cool, I need to increase my skeletal muscle mass to lose weight. Mm. How do you go about that? By simply starting with getting enough protein in all three main meals, meals a day and starting doing some resistance training, yeah. getting yeah. enough sleep, eating healthy, also alcohol intake, like keeping that mm. low. I wouldn't go down the track of tra- trying to count calories because it's just such a short-term picture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like if your relationship's good with food, you could do it a few days and just see roughly what you're eating. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of the day, it's not everything we advocate at Pure Health and what we really teach our patients is we want you to do things that are going to be done for the rest of your life. Um, so, yeah, it's really, really important to like make sure you're doing those things that are, you know, sustainable maintainable yeah. instead of doing okay i'm going to count calories for the next eight weeks or 10 12 weeks program to build skeletal muscle mass like yes if you have a really good relationship with food you might enjoy doing a 12 week little mini challenge but then yeah. the other side of that is people find it really really hard to stop counting calories and that's why we have a lot of people come see us who yeah. once they start they yeah can't stop so yeah that impacts their relationship with food so i hope that kind of makes sense for you guys so yeah a lot of like people completely 
like I said, almost destroy the metabolism. Once again, that's a very drastic word and it's yeah. not quite as black and white as I'm being dramatic. But like, yeah, years and years of dieting, low skeletal muscle mass. So I think probably one of the easiest ways you can start with is, yeah, increasing your protein intake, yeah. getting enough in and then obviously – Coming to see us and getting all your buds done, making sure your thyroid, your gut, all your female sex hormones, insulin, estrogen, progesterone, um, DHEAs, testosterone, everything is adequate. So that makes a massive difference. Absolutely. That's why it's so important to be comprehensive. Mm. I think they're the main areas that we went through. I guess we can just kind of summarise everything as well because... Just seeing if there's anything else that I wanted to add to that. Like like I said, there's so many things that can affect your metabolism but then some of them are so minor that they're not really Mm. worth talking about. I think the biggest things you can take – and then I guess like people who are listening to this podcast are generally going to be the ones that are wanting to lose weight. Mm. So I guess to kind of like summarise for you guys like – if you're wanting to lose weight and you feel like you've got a really sluggish metabolism and you feel like even though you're eating really healthy, you're just not losing weight, no matter what you do, you, you exercise and you're eating quote unquote healthy and, you know, mm. all the above, but you're like, oh my God, I just cannot lose weight. There's so many factors that inhibit weight loss. Mm. We obviously went through like some three key really big mm. points today with your thyroid, your insulin and even gut dysbiosis or gut bacteria, but, but also... Then, yeah, cortisol is a massive one. Yeah. Um, and then do you say female sex hormones? No. Female sex hormones is a massive one. So, yeah, there's your thyroid, female sex hormones, cortisol, gut dysbiosis. Insulin. Insulin. So really looking into your hormones is a mm. really big thing. And this is the thing which we advocate is like you'll see like nutritionists or fake nutritionists, <laughs> people who have not been to university, there's a few out there, um, people that are like health coaches and haven't been to university, just wanted to say it out there. Um, that will put you on like really, really restrictive diets. And at the end of the day, it's just such a short-term living. It creates disordered eating and it Mm. doesn't get you lifelong changes. Yes, you lose a bit of weight in the interim, Mm. but you don't lose sustainable weight loss for the rest of your life. And then this is where we come in like because what we do differently at Pure Health is we look at the underlying factors of why you're not losing weight and then all you need to do is actually just eat healthy whole foods Mm. and have a really balanced diet which we teach you based on what your body type is as well Mm. um and you can actually lose weight naturally and keep it off for life like yeah and I think firstly like the biggest thing I always go through my clients whether it's a weight loss journey or just overall health is just like that education Mm. on like how to eat whole Mm. foods and why these foods are important and how they support optimal health, your hormones, like your mood, your energy, Mm. because when your body is functioning at its optimal, when you feel your best is when weight balance is often a side effect. And I think if you're leading with, I had a really good conversation with one of my clients this week about this. If you're leading with this fear response almost of like, I have to look a certain way, it doesn't drive positive behavior, like food behaviors. It, comes from a place of often restriction and, and fear deprivation. Yeah. and deprivation, which can often lead to overeating and binge eating yeah. as well. So it's really, you know, getting in tune with that as well yeah. and focus on your intention behind it. Yeah. It's okay to want to feel a certain way or to look a certain way and feel confident in yourself mm. 100%. But 
really like assess yeah like how you lead with it yeah and focus on how you feel versus Mm. how you look because you'll find it's so much more sustainable maintainable and you'll lead with positive behavior change so if you go into it being like okay i'm gonna contact kirstie nicole this week booking for initial consultation Mm. because i want to feel my best and i know when i work on my gut health my hormones everything in between yeah I'm going to feel amazing and naturally I'm going to eat foods that make me feel good and I'm Mm -hmm. going to end with like and the result will be weight loss. But like Nicole said, you're allowed to want to lose weight Mm -hmm. and you're allowed to want to feel your best but you need to make – take the the, – what's the right word? Take away this like pressure of the aesthetic side of things Mm -hmm. and you'll find that that will come. And it it takes also time and Mm. like – you know, it does for to also support your relationship with food and release that pressure yeah. because it's so ingrained mm. in us from a young age mm. and like what we learn through social media through our parents behaviors yeah. and things like that so and be kind to yourself during the process it's not going to be like an overnight thing yeah. to all of a sudden be like i don't care how i look well and the thing is i think the biggest key point here as well is like being accepting for where you're at because mm. we get so fixated on what we used to weigh when we mm. were 18 years old and we get very obsessed with like like so many people do about like yeah what I should weigh or what and like very very fixated on like what my body should look like and we forget that we're actually humans not robots and our body is forever changing mm-hmm. So we forget that like from 18 to even to 25, our body's going to look different. From 25 to 30, our body's going to look different. From 30 to 35, our body's going to – and so Yeah, on. and that's why I always ask my clients like if weight loss is a goal, which like we said is totally fine, but I'll say, okay, like where do you feel at like your happiest or like balanced weight? And I'll like often ask my clients to refer to like maybe that time, which isn't always a positive thing, like – one of my clients once was like, oh, it was when I was doing like marathon training pre-kids and um, – sorry, Thumpy just moved to like cords. Like, you know, in intense restriction and, you know, physical mm. exertion or like at a time where they were really unhappy and – like, you know, they weren't eating enough mm. and, you know, like and that's then what they like expect to look like from back then. So I think what I'm well, trying to say is that expectation of what you should look like now – shouldn't necessarily be driven from a time when those – does that well, make sense? No, what I was saying – you kind of cut me off before, darling. <laughs> I was going to say um, – uh, now I've lost my train of thought. What I was saying was is like we constantly changing body shape and we get so hyper-fixated on what it used to look like, right, and we have to yeah, come to the acceptance. Yeah, to say, sorry, yeah. like what we used to look like. And we need to come to the acceptance that our body's forever changing and you're allowed to want to change yourself but you also need to accept where you're at because the moment you don't – so if you don't accept where you're at right now, mm. you're never going to get to be to to the next step, right? Mm. Because you're going to – if you're hating where you're at, I hate myself, I need to lose weight, mm. then you end up um, doing negative behaviours, mm-hmm. okay, binge eating and doing all these things, restricting, cutting, and then you end up binging and doing the opposite thing. Whereas if you accept where you're at and you love yourself and you're like, I love myself, I'm so proud of myself, I've had two kids – like, look what I've done. I've got, mm. I've lived all these years, rah, 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 rah. What can I do that's going to support my body and keep loving my body and nourishing my mm. body? Like, what would you tell your best friend? Mm. And therefore, you lead with positive behavior. Mm-hmm. So, I think the key thing, um, and something Sammy always talks about, is being accepting from where you are at yeah. right now, because you will not be able to change anything if you don't accept where you're at right 100%. now. 100%. Um, and that's the biggest key point in terms of feeling your best is accepting where you are at now and knowing, okay, I want to feel better. But mm. that keyword, feel better, not 
change yeah. body weight. Yeah. And sorry, just to summarize what I was saying. Because, <laughs> you know, you summarize it very well. Um, but just in terms of like, yeah, that expectation, which obviously ties into exactly what you were saying is accepting where mm. you're at now and releasing that expectation mm. and pressure to where you once were. Yeah. Because, yeah, your body is amazing. It's changing, you know, over, you know, so many different times in your life. Yeah. Like, that's an amazing thing. And it's a sign of – I really love this one, but it's a sign of ageing. Like your body – like I get yeah. to live. Yeah, of wisdom. Wisdom and ageing. Like I get to – like, you know, unfortunately I know this sounds a bit like depressing, but reality is there's a lot of disease out there these mm. days. And – you know, we don't know when our last day is. And I think it's really important to try and really practice gratitude being like, and just <laughs> bless you, doll. Sorry. <laughs> really practice gratitude and accept. I know I sound mm. a bit cliche, but it genuinely does work. When you accept, I actually get to, I know this sounds really cliche. I get to accept that I'm like living on this earth. I'm healthy. Mm. I can like walk. Oh my God, I get so many phone calls. Um, Sorry, just keeps ruining our little videos. Mm-hmm. I get to, um, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry about today's podcast, guys. Today, <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, being grateful for where you yeah, are. Yeah, being grateful where you are. Yeah. It. So, if you guys really want to, you know, work on feeling your best, and mm. yes, at the end of the day, yes, you want to lose weight, but you're accepting where you're at, and you just want to feel mm. better. A holistic weight loss program really looks into all areas that we've spoken mm. about today, and it like it's not like a come in here. We're going to restrict your diet. We're going to weigh you every week, like. Mm. We work with all women of all walks of life. We do work with some men as well, but we primarily work with yeah. um, women. Like we, like some people, yes, they want to weigh or like do girth measurements. Some people mm. we, like most people, 99% of people, we don't do any of that with. Mm-hmm. 99% of people, we don't do calorie countings, but there is the odd exception that people will calorie count. But we really want to nurture you, nourish you and support you through this journey, giving you lots of accountability, support, mm. guidance, and then we're writing up treatment plans and things like that along the way. So yeah, it honestly, the results we get in clinic, like I said, it's not about results, but mentally, physically and, yeah, mentally. The results is a side effect of, yeah. like we were saying, just feeling good. And that's why, like, it's such a, like, holistic thing when you're mm. addressing weight balance because you're looking into all these different yeah. body systems like we went through today with your hormones, like your gut health and all yeah. of that. And then also addressing that kind of, like longevity as well with making sustainable changes and focusing on like a positive and healthy relationship with food. We kind of want to encompass all three yep. main areas and that is what, yeah, is yeah, essentially what 100%. you want to take with you for the rest yeah. of your life. So, yeah, we have a few spots left for the rest of the year, but you can book in for a discovery call um, for a 15-minute complimentary discovery call. Otherwise, you can book in straight for initial consultation. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we have our new clinic open on the 2nd of October in West Leadable, WA. Get excited. Get excited. But you can work with, P- work with us all over Australia. We even have clients in the UK. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You can get the same service. Um, and, yeah, we'll have a naturopath joining our team next year. And then there's Nicole, Alex, myself. Um, or three clinical nutritionists mm. and yeah our team is growing which is very exciting um but yeah if you guys have any podcast requests this is actually a request from one of my friends so for today's podcast episode mm. so we hope you guys enjoyed it um 
But I think, yeah, also, sorry, guys, I'm going to learn that I need to put my phone on airplane mode if I'm recording a podcast because <laughs> I've got so many phone calls today that I can't help my ADHD brain but say what I'm doing out loud. <laughs> it's an ADHD thing. <laughs> Probably. It's just a curse thing, I think. Anyways, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Um, If you need if you need anything from us, if you have any questions, feel free to send us a DM. Don't forget yep. to share this episode with your friends. We also really appreciate if you hit the um, subscribe button mm. um, and you'll actually – get to you'll get a notification we upload every single week on wednesdays at Mm. two o'clock your episodes are live um and yeah feel free to leave us a review as well we hear so many of your verbal comments like so many people always come up to us you like i love your podcast but like yeah means a lot to us it'll help us spread the word more out there if you guys leave us um, a review as well on spotify or apple so thanks guys um and we will talk to you soon bye all right bye